Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Greetings again and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. I'm back. I'm in the recording studio again. Yeah, been doing a lot of uh, recording via, I guess, Facebook Live and then using the the cell phone to do the recordings and send them over to the uh, producers here. But I'm actually back in the studio live, and it's great to see producer Brian and Fred and Everett and a few other guys that uh, do all the behind-the-scenes work. Thank you, gentlemen, for all the work you do and all you've been doing with me sending the stuff in and you taking the audio off and working your magic. I am so very grateful. Thank you guys for that. And thank you, <clears throat> all those listening out there, for continuing to uh, not only support the show, but listen, your comments, your feedback, your five-star reviews, and then, of course, sharing the show with others. And essentially, you know, those that follow the show all the time, you you hear me say this, and I say it absolutely from my whole heart, not just the top, bottom, or middle, my, my entire heart. I, I, I cannot thank you enough because it takes collectively a village to do what I'm trying to do and what we're trying to do here with the show, and uh, that is make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults to believe in themselves, to give them hope, that courage, that self-confidence, to stand out in the crowd, to stand up to bullying. And I'm talking about any bully, not just the real ones that are out there in real life, but sometimes and oftentimes the biggest bully we face is that one in our mind. Yeah, the one that tells us we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not smart enough, we're not big enough, we can't do this. Oh, no, we, we need to back off, we need to be scared. That bully's name the one in our mind, the biggest, meanest, nastiest ugh, bully we'll ever face, it's called fear. Fear, that's that bully's name. And, and those that listen to the show a lot, you've heard me talk about the two wolves that pretty much well, one or the other will dominate our life. One name's fear, the other's name faith. That's a whole nother show. I may dive into it a little bit on this show, but uh, this is episode number 236, if you can believe that. So if it's your first time listening, thank you so very much. I realize how important and how valuable time is and the fact that you've taken time out of not only your day, but basically your life, because once you've spent the time, you're never getting it back. I'm grateful. I am grateful beyond words. And to show my gratitude and gratefulness, I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got. I'm going to give everybody my heart, my soul, my energy, my attitude, my effort to empower you. Hopefully you'll share this with others, share it with your kids, and to empower them to believe in themselves, to stand out in the crowd. Don't just blend in. No, baby, be that square peg in that round hole. God made you unique. You're one in 7.7 .7 billion on this planet, one in 300 and roughly 20, 30 million in the United States of America. And I know we get a lot of folks uh, overseas that listen in uh, different countries, and I'm so very grateful for you as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, 
So what are we talking about today? I'm, I'm just excited to be back in the recording studio here behind the mic and got the earphones on and, you know, all those good things that are going on. And as always, I've got all kinds of things to share with you. We got uh, the book. It's uh, hopefully we're like the fifth rewrite <laughs> of this thing. And, and those that are unaware, the book's called Bullyproof, and it's a journey of me as a kid meeting me 40 years later as Master Grogan, and we go on this journey together to become bullyproof. And what's bullyproof? For our new listeners, and just a reminder for other listeners, bullyproof is not about stopping bullying, simply because bullying's been around since the first two brothers walked the face of the earth, right? And that didn't turn out too well for Abel, not at all. And now with, uh, you know, there's a lot of ugliness and hatred and negativity in society today in the world, mostly contributed by the, what I call the devil's workshop, which is the media, the mainstream media. Ugh. Yeah, turn that stuff off, man. That's not good for you. But bullying's been around since the first two brothers walked the face of the earth. With mainstream media, social media, and everything else going on, bullying is never going away. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, dude. I thought you're kind of an optimist here. That sounds awful pessimistic. Well, I'm just being a realistic. There you go. <laughs> it's never going away. But what bully proof is all about is realizing that I'm going to give you the, I'm going to do my best to give you the tools to empower you to stand up to the bullying that's going to constantly be going on, to empower you to put on that bullyproof armor, to block out those negative arrows, to guard your mind, which is your most sacred place, right? Yeah, what gets in there? You plant negative seeds in there of the world's all doom and gloom and uh. Now, there are a lot of bad things, but if that's all you focus on, you're going to see a lot more. But if you focus on the good things, there are a lot of good things going on as well. But your mind can only focus on one thing at a time. It truly can. And whatever you feed it, that's what it's going to focus on. You feed that wolf of fear, yeah. The devil's workshop, that's what it does. It feeds that wolf of fear. And I feed that wolf of faith, man, that's what's going to dominate. So it's all about what you put in. But my point is, look, bullying's been around forever. It's never going away. So what we got to do is we got to empower one another to stand up for one another, to stand up for what is right, to do the right thing. Yeah. I mean, when something happens with bullying, and we've all been a part of bullying on some level, Either we've been the bully, we've been the victim, or we've been a bystander. And everybody standing around watching somebody getting bullied, they all feel sorry for the person getting bullied. And everybody wishes that someone would step up and say something or do something. Everybody's like, man, I wish somebody would say something. I wish somebody would do something. But unfortunately, nobody ever does. A lot of times it's like, man, I feel sorry for that person, but gosh darn, better them than me. That's just the truth. And that's what you're going to get from the show here. <laughs> I deliver what I call, i got a hashtag, you're welcome to use. It's called Right Hook Reality. And then the other one is Left Uppercut of Truth. <laughs> so I'm going to bring that to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I promise you. Never, ever. And some of this stuff is a little tough to take at times. But I'm always going to be genuine. I'm always going to be truthful. I'm always going to be honest. And I'm always going to be transparent. All the things I share with you are battles that I've had in the past or battles I'm going through right now. And then what I'm doing currently to work on defeating that bully within or to Strengthen my bullyproof armor to empower others so we can collectively work on this thing together. So we've all been a part of it in some way, shape, or form. My goal is to empower all of us so we can collectively like a fist. You think about your hand. Look at your hand. If your fingers are all wide open, that's, that's, that's not very strong. That's individuals trying to work on their own. However, you clench that fist nice and tight, and that thumb wraps around that second and third knuckle. That is a powerful fist. That is unity. That is collectiveness. That is working together. Yeah, and when we work together, man, we're unstoppable. I always give the example, if I were to hit a board, you know, teaching the kids how to break boards or hit a target with my fingers wide open like that, 
I'd break some fingers. However, collectively making that fist, mm, and I'm punching my fist here, you can hear it. That's solid. That's strength. That's unity. Yeah, that can do a lot of good. And, of course, and, and I'm not suggesting we go out and just beat people up, but I am suggesting we work together collectively to make the world a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. So, there I kind of painted the picture. So, what's today's show on? Episode number 236. Today's show is, it's a question for you. Are we raising leaders or victims? Wow, that's a big ride hook reality, isn't it? Boom. Are we raising leaders or victims? And then I kind of, the subtitle, if you will, the show is how little changes daily, little daily changes are going to help us become bullyproof. And once again, what's bullyproof? Bullyproof doesn't mean we're going to stop bullying. No, but what it means is we're going to empower one another to stand up to bullying, stand up for what is right instead of all jumping on the bandwagon and being, well, better him than me or better her than me. No, you know, it's, it's wrong. It's not right. You know, if it was happened to you, you would want somebody to stand up for you if you didn't have the courage and confidence to stand up for yourself. And that's what it's all about. <clears throat> I'm going to grab a drink here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Get to rattling on there. Um, my good old hot tea. I love hot tea. I have others out there drink hot tea. And I'm too high strung for coffee. If I do occasionally have a cup of coffee, it's decaf. I learned that uh, not too long ago because I just get too jittery. But uh, I love my hot tea. It helps out. And I've got uh, here in the Midwest, uh, the weather changes seems like hourly. So I get the, um, oh, uh, the, the seasonal allergies. Anyway, back to the show. So there's the question. Are we raising leaders or victims? Now, what's the difference? Well, some, sometimes people say, well, not everybody's a leader. <clears throat> well, I tend to disagree a little bit there because we're all leaders of our own life if we choose to be or we choose to be led around by somebody else. Now, of course, in, uh, in, in the sports world or in the corporate world or the business world or even in life, you're going to have certain people that, that uh, kind of stand out from the crowd that are the leaders. Now, oftentimes, well, I shouldn't say oftentimes, but well, I will say oftentimes, maybe they're not the best choice of leaders. I know growing up, the, um, uh, it seemed like on the, a lot of the sports teams, the ones that were given the leadership roles, unfortunately, but this was the truth back in the 70s and 80s, it was ever whose dad was coaching the team, that kid <laughs> got, to be, got to be the leader because uh, it, was, it, was, it was dad that was coaching the team. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. Now, I look back, you know, I'm, I'll be 51 here in a couple months. Holy shnikes, hard to believe, but it's true. I look back and I, and I think, man, that was unfair. And I played a little bit, unfortunately, of the victim card back then, except for when I tried to play the victim card with my dad. My dad's a, um, uh, he was a Vietnam vet. He fought, well, fought in Vietnam. He's part of the 101st Airborne Division, and he actually provided mortar support for Hamburger Hill in 1969. So uh, dad was not one for, uh, for, for sympathy or playing the victim card or anything else. And I guess I was young when I tried it once. Dad, that's not fair. And he goes, let me tell you something, son. The world ain't fair. You better get used to it. Toughen up or, or else. Or you know what? If you don't want to play, then I'll pull you off the team. And that was his hell attitude. I'm going to listen to your whine. And I'm talking when I was younger, even at seven or eight years old, we had a milk cow. That's how we got our milk and grew up on a farm. <laughs> I was out there milking the cow and shoveling horse poop out of the stalls and bailing hay. That's how I was brought up. So I, and, and in today's world, you know, a lot of people unfortunately play the victim card. Now, there is, before you turn it off here and say, oh, this guy's a jerk, 
Now, I, I realize that certain people aren't treated fairly in our society. I get that. I get that. My point is, if you continuously play that victim card, then you're essentially bullying yourself. Because, once again, you are the leader of your own life. You have to be the one to make that choice. Now, it doesn't mean you don't reach out for help. And a lot of friends suffer from anxiety and depression. And it's something uh, I never, ever used to talk about. But I've, I've had my bouts of anxiety and depression. I'm a pretty high-strung guy. I've always got a gazillion things going on. And if I don't monitor what I'm doing, and if I don't shut things down every once in a while, I dip over into that. I get a little seasonal depression when it gets cold outside. It's one of the battles that I fight. And I never used to talk about it. Why? Because I thought I was being a victim. Yeah, I was playing a victim card. Can't do that. Dad said not to do that. Well, now I realize that if you need help, you need to get help. But I'm going to tell you this. The place, you don't go to social media to try and get the help you need. You actually reach out to a professional. Because unfortunately, playing that victim card too often, and let me give you an example. Say somebody puts out there, I need prayers, I need prayers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for, you know, I'm a born-again Christian. Yes, pray, ask for help, ask for prayers. But if you go to the well, so to speak, too many times, people are going to start writing you off. And when you get less replies and less responses, then you're going to start feeling worse about yourself. That's why I say a caution about playing that victim card and overplaying that card. Be a leader in your life. Get the help you need, yes. But also, parents, I'm talking to you right now, the example you set for your kids, and being a parent, it's the most rewarding job, if you will, if it's a job <laughs> on the planet, but it's also the most demanding yeah, parents, sometimes we can't take a day off, but we still need to, and that's what I talk about, the little changes daily to become bullyproof. We still need to take that little shutdown time to recharge those batteries, whatever that may be. And here's the thing. I I, I used to say this, so I, I, I'm i saying this to you because I used to say the same thing. Well, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. We're all given the same 24 hours in a day. It's what we do with that time. And oftentimes, and I've been plenty guilty of this, if it's consumed by social media, if it's consumed by watching the mainstream media and the news and all that ugliness, well, we're feeding our mind with, with, with yuck, feeding our mind with weeds. We're, we're essentially planting weeds in our most fertile garden, which is our mind's garden. We are. And, of course, now it's going to take more willpower to fight off all that negativity. Now, if we go into it with our willpower already low because we're exhausted from the day, we're exhausted from being uh, at work, we're exhausted from this, the, the lockdown, the pandemic, and everything else that's going on, we're exhausted from running our kids everywhere, or if some folks, the kids are still not in school, well, our willpower is already shot. So now we add a little more on top of it, we're trying to fight all these things we can't control that the media is cramming down our throats? Yeah. Now what, do we, what, what happens? Well, essentially, we're victimizing ourselves. And then, worse than that, we're actually victimizing our kids simply because we're not setting the example we need to set for them. And our kids, they feed off everything we do, right? Yeah, believe it or not, we're our kids' leaders, whether we want to be that or not. And when our kids become teenagers, they, they start to, well, something crazy, of course, happens in our minds when we become teenagers. And we went through it. And, you know, teenagers, I had a lot of teenagers listen to the show. You go, you're going through it right now. You, you, you suddenly think you've got all the answers to all the questions, and you want to be a leader, which is good, which is good. But still, teenagers, talking to you right now, and then parents, don't be afraid to reach out for help from people that can actually help you. But that's not posting, playing the victim card on social media. I'm telling you, that's no, it's not the, not the way to do it because it's going to end up hurting you more in the long run. So 
Are we raising leaders? Are we raising victims? Well, it, we, we lead by example, right? So it's what we're doing. But folks, adults, parents, even teens, little daily changes. That's what it takes. You know, a journey of a thousand miles, what's that start with? One small step. Yeah. Now, of course, I make it sound easier than it is, but one step, another step, another step, another step. And the Zig Ziglar, and those that uh, aren't aware, I'm a, a Zig Ziglar. Uh, I've actually got a certification in every single Ziglar <laughs> um, uh, program there is. I've been blessed and honored to say that. I say that with the utmost humility. And I'm the first ever Ziglar Platinum certified. So I'm a Ziglar speaker, trainer, coach, uh, legacy uh, trainer and coach. So I'm blessed to have all this, uh, I guess, connection and input and knowledge right there at my fingertips. And we, we all have that. I mean, uh, uh, read a book, right? Listen to an audio book. There's so much knowledge out there. But one of the things Zig talked about a lot was PC. Now, PC is not what PC is today with the politically correct. And yes, we should be politically correct. But I, I think that's one, this is me just talking here, has gone overboard to the point where it's, 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 it's playing the victim card now on, on absolutely everything. I'm not a fan of that, right? Be nice, be good, be respectful, but let's not overplay it. Because the same thing, like playing the victim card too often. People are going to start tuning you out. You may have had a good point, but now they're going to tune you out. But what Ziegler talks about with PC is persistent consistency. Persistent consistency. Being persistent in what you do day in and day out, and then that consistency to do it, especially when you don't want to do it, especially when you don't feel like doing it, especially when you don't think you're making any gains or any strides or you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. That's, you know, there's another word for that. It's called discipline. Discipline, boy, that's a tough word, isn't it, right? Daily discipline every single day. But that's a journey of a thousand miles. Starts with that one step. So little changes daily to become bullyproof, that persistent consistency. And it's kind of funny. I was just talking to my uh, uh, brother in law, uh, Noah. Give a shout out to Noah, Noah Vineyard there. He's, a, uh, he's a, ex- actually a golf pro. Lives in Florida, and he's uh, qualifying for uh, this PGA event, which is fantastic. I had a chance to talk to him yesterday, and he was talking about kind of the, the mental game, which is anybody that's ever played golf before, we know that's the hardest part of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody that's played any other sport, I've played baseball, football, and hockey were my primary three. And, you know, baseball, somebody's throwing a ball 80, 90 miles an hour, it's dipping, it's diving, hard to hit a baseball, right? Yeah. And football, you got these big monsters trying to plant you in the turf. Hockey, that was my favorite sport. I always dreamed of being a pro hockey player. You got people putting you in the glass and shooting a puck over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, guess what? Golf, nobody's trying to hit you. No, pucks aren't flying around 100. I mean, golf ball fly around 100 miles an hour, but it's not moving, right? No one's trying to put you in the glass. No one's trying to put you in the turf. No one's throwing a, uh, <laughs> a 12 to 6 curveball. Those in baseball know what I'm talking about there. No, it's just a golf ball laying there, and you got a club in your hand. Basically, you're hitting a ball with a stick. How much simpler could it be? Then why is it tough? Well, it's tough because the mental side, right? Yeah, it's very tough. And I tell you, there's nothing more humbling than playing golf. So why am I bringing all this up? Because it ties right into what I told him about the little daily changes. And uh, I, I said it to become bullyproof. And bullyproof is, well, golf is a game that you'll bully yourself. You'll hit a bad shot, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I suck. I'm terrible. Oh, this is, oh, uh, uh. And, of course, you're bullying yourself. You're calling yourself all kinds of bad names. 
You know, the Bible says, don't, don't curse a deaf man. Now, why does it say don't curse a deaf man? Deaf man can't hear. Well, it says that because it's not the words you're saying to them like they can hear it. It's the words that are coming out of your mouth that you can hear. Right. Wow. Think about that for a second. Woo. Can I blow your brain a little bit? Yeah. So don't curse a deaf man means don't say those ugly words because those words are coming out of your mouth. You can hear those words. You're thinking about those words. Well, PC, persistent consistency, those little bitty steps, little bitty steps every day. Am I doing a better job of becoming the leader I want to be? Am I raising leaders or am I playing the victim card? Am I raising more victims? Now, once again, I can't reiterate this point enough. I realize uh, anxiety and depression, those are real. Bullying is real. But if you if you're going through those things, get the help you need. Don't play that victim card online. Because what you end up doing is you're going to thrive on just getting the, the likes and the replies, but those are going to start tailing off. And then you're really, really going to have some problems because you're going to feel worse about yourself because you're not getting that attention. It's called a dopamine hit. You know, dopamine is one of the feel-good chemicals. And Simon Sinek talks about dopamine. It's, it's a natural chemical that the body and the mind naturally produces. And it's all that good feel-good. So, like, if you send something out, you know, a text, if you're depressed and high, 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 high to 10 different people, well, the first time you get 10 highs back. It makes you feel good, right? Yeah, I get 10 highs back. It's a dopamine hit. Well, the next time you do it, hi, 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 you get five back. Why, why, don't I get, why don't I get five back? Okay, I'll do it again. I'm really feeling sad. I'm really feeling down. Well, this time you only get three replies back. Once again, you overplayed the card, so to speak. People have got their own problems. you got to be the leader of your life. But we get hooked on that dopamine hit. Man, that's hard to come off of. I mean, we all, we all do it. Uh, you, you post something, and I've done it many times. I've got to remind myself, and that's why I talk about it on the podcast and the speeches I give, and I talk about it in my book and video blogs. One, I need the constant reminder. <laughs> and two, one of my mentors told me years ago, uh, Chris Widener, which is a great, great guy. He's got like 20-something books out there, and, uh, boy, I enjoy talking to him. And I, that's why I encourage you, you. You get some mentors in your life. Uh, you get, you get, whoever you spend time with, is, is going to take you to wherever they're at. Meaning, you spend your life with engines, they're going to drive and push you and tell you things you didn't know or or be honest with you and, and tell you things you don't want to hear but you need to hear. Or you surround yourself with what I call anchors. And anchors are the ones that pull you down. They bring you down. They allow you to have your, and then there's not, you know, I don't want to say a pity party, but here's the bad thing about pity parties. Nobody brings gifts. I go to a party, man, I want some gifts. I don't want more pity, right? Yeah. So anyway, Chris had mentioned to me, and it's the reason I talk about these things so often, is you can bet if you're struggling with it, having trouble with it uh, now or in the past, that there's millions and millions of others out there that at this very moment are struggling with it. So yesterday, and by the way, if you don't follow me on social media, please do. It's uh, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. It's Grogan's Bullyproof on uh, Instagram. And then Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life on Facebook. And we've got a group and a page. So check both of those out. Like them. Every day starts off with something uh, inspirational, uh, usually a Bible quote, something that really hit me, kind of uh, made me feel good about it. So I'll post it out there. I'm very selective about what I throw on my page and uh, the Instagram post as well. And also something that's uplifting. And then, of course, I throw some pictures of me and the, 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 
family and friends and stuff out there as well, just so you can see who I am. But uh, check that out. It's a good way to start off the, the day. And I try and have things posted, a couple pictures uh, every morning to have them out there. And, and then I've been doing a pretty good job actually of getting off social media. So I actually invest my time a little wiser on either doing more research, reading more books, connecting with other leaders so I can share those things with you to uh, um, save you from having to do it. You just come to one place, right? Either the Grogan's Bully Proof and Kicking Life podcast or go to the Instagram page or the Facebook page. Boom, there it is, right? So, but anyway, as I mentioned, Chris had said that uh, if, if you're struggling with something, have in the past or are right now, there's probably millions of others that, that are going through the exact same thing. So be open, be transparent, let them know. And a lot of times I was afraid to share some of the, you know, maybe issues that I was going through because, well, Master Grogan, right? Master martial artist, six-degree black belt, 40 years experience. I got to be tough. Well, there's nothing wrong with being tough. But when my ego gets in the way, and those that listen to the show all the time, you know what I believe ego stands for. Ego stands for edging God out, right? You're saying, hey, God, thanks, but I don't, but thanks, but no thanks. I got this on my own. No, no, don't, don't do that, okay? That's all ego. Yeah. And or edging greatness out. Not a lot of people like to think, but... Uh, Anyway, back to my point of just being transparent and open, saying, look, I struggle with these things too, and this is what I've done. This is what I'm working on, and it's worked for me. And if anything, I kind of, uh, those that listen to me often, <laughs> I circle a lot, meaning I'll say kind of almost the same message but repeat it in different ways because I'm trying to connect with different people in different ways. And maybe the first two approaches didn't connect with you. Maybe this one does, and that's my goal, just to Kind of, I, I like the garden example. It's it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, it, it, it's what I mentioned just about every speech. Is your mental garden is the most fertile gardeners on the planet. Whatever you put in there, it's going to grow. So think about a garden. If you've got a garden and you plant onion seeds, what are you going to harvest? I mean, it's it's not tough. Onions. And I always tell uh, like right now I'm helping. I'm coaching my uh, youngest son Emmett's hockey team, and I tell the kids, look. I'm not a rocket scientist here. I've only got one working brain cell and only works part-time, so I'm going to keep all this simple and easy for you to follow here. <laughs> I'm not going to ask brain-buster questions. So you plant onion seeds, you're going to harvest onions. Bang, that's all there is to it. So I like to think of, and onions are fine if you, if you like grilled onions and stuff, but my point is there's a distinct difference between onions and strawberries. Yeah. So if you want strawberries, you got to plant strawberry seeds. Same with our mental garden. If you want positive, you want uplifting, you got to plant positive, uplifting thoughts. You can't plant negative thoughts because what you plant is what you get. You, know, you plant negative thoughts all day long by listening to the mainstream media and all the victimhood and everything else that they're pumping down your throat and pounding in your brain. Then you're going to think society is not a great place. Now, once again, I'm a realist. There's a lot of bad stuff out there. There's a lot of good stuff, too. There really, really is. But if you play on that fear, play on that victim mindset, that's not the way to be a leader. You can't plant victim seeds in your mind and expect to be a leader. You gotta plant, I'm gonna, what can I do to make it better? That's being a leader. What can I do to fix it? Who can I contact? Who can I associate with? Once again, little daily changes, that's how you become bullyproof. And bullyproof. Once again, it's, it's, once again, we're not stopping bullying, but bullyproof is about putting on that bullyproof armor. That's about blocking out the negative arrows. That's about believing in yourself, overcoming your fears, battling through your challenges to be your very best, to stand out in the crowd, to stand up to any bully you face, 
both real and in your mind or in the mirror. Oftentimes we see that bully in the mirror, right? Yeah, that's the big mean one. So the whole point of the show, I've circled uh, several times about it. What are we raising? Are we raising leaders? Are we raising victims? And what can we do about it? Well, little daily changes. What input are you putting in your mind? Have you read a book lately? Have you spent time just with your kids? Have you had some shutdown time? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pat myself on the shoulder just a little bit here. I'm going to share something with you. I've got 81 days, 81 days of meditating, at least 10 minutes of shutdown time. Now, 10 minutes, that's, that's not a long time. I mean, there's, there's 1,440 minutes in a day. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. You can take 10 minutes to shut down. Now, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, if you don't have 10 minutes to meditate, then you better sit down for an hour and meditate because <laughs> you really need it. Now, I say that and I laugh when I say that simply because, if, for, and I've meditated for years with martial arts, but uh, to, to stay consistent at, and that's at PC, that persistent consistency. I'll tell you what, it's helped. It really has. And now that I got this streak going, I don't want to break this streak. I don't want to miss a day. So by not wanting to miss a day of it, it's really helped out just having that little shutdown time. Now, I'll be honest with you. The first time you do it, 10 minutes is going to seem like an eternity. It's going to be like, oh, my gosh, and your mind's going to wonder, and you're going to think, why am I wasting time doing this? It's not doing any good. I should be doing this, this, and this. I've got so many things to do. I don't have time for it. Look, just get up a little bit earlier or go to bed a little bit earlier and that little bit of extra time, just put in your headphones. That's what I do. And listen, at first it's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. Nothing in life is easy. You know, always saying, well, easy for you to say. That's playing the victim card. No, be a leader. Say, all right, if Master Grogan said he can do it, I can do it too. And we're all different in our own ways, but we all have one thing in common. We all got 1,440 minutes in a day, 86,400 seconds, 24 hours. That's what we got. It's how we utilize that time, what we do with that time. Once again, that first 10 minutes, going to be tough. Second 10 minutes, going to be tough. Matter of fact, I'm just sharing with you. I, I use the app called Calm. Other people like Headspace. You know, there's all kinds of meditative apps out there. But uh, uh, you can do it like a daily reflection. And the question I had uh, last night when I did the meditation, it was, what has changed in your time of meditating? And I actually wrote the little note in there, and it said, well, 10 minutes used to seem like forever. And now... 10 minutes just seems like a few minutes because I get locked in. Now, my mind is all over the place. And now I was never diagnosed with ADD or ADHD because, I frankly, I don't think they had that diagnosis back in the 70s when I was a kid. It was, uh, Richie, sit down and shut up. And smack, I got whacked across the head. So <laughs> that's why I only got one brain cell, too many concussions. But <laughs> my mind is always racing. It's all over the place, going a gazillion miles an hour. And, of course, that leads to a lot of anxiety. And then oftentimes when that willpower gets low, I get a little bit of depression, so i got to work my way out. But I'm just telling you, back to the title of this video, we're raising leaders, or video, this is a, the podcast, we're raising uh, leaders or victims. Well, those little changes daily. And by doing the meditation now 80 days in a row, I can't believe it's been 80 days in a row. Holy snipe. Oh, I guess 81, including today. And, um, but little bitty things add up. That journey of 1,000 miles, that PC that I was telling Noah about, persistent consistency. You know, he had, he had, when we talked about the mental game there, which is the hardest part of golf, I said, there's nothing I can tell you that you don't already know. I mean, you're a great golfer. 
Uh, to be a PGA pro, you've got to be pretty doggone good. But it's the day in and day out, or the shot in and shot out, if you will, grind of golf. My gosh, you know they they they. Well, what was just ended last weekend was the Masters, <clears throat> and that was four days of them playing. But prior to that, how many days did they practice on the course? And of course, trying to keep it together with the pressure of the media and the news and every shot and all these eyes on you. Now. Hopefully, most of us don't have that type of pressure every single day in, in that capacity. But we do have our own pressures. We do have, you know, we may not be in, in, in front of millions of people swinging a golf club, but we've got the pressures of all the people that look up to us, right? Our, our kids, or if we're a leader of an organization, or if you're you know, like an entrepreneur, or you got your own podcast, or video blog, or you're an author, or whatever you do, you've got your stressors of life. And there we got to have. Once again, we we, we, we got to be fully charged to take on the day, to take on the world, and we got to make sure what we put in our mind is what we want in there because what goes in, what seeds we plant, that's the harvest we're going to have. And life is tough enough. It really is. And if we make it tougher by hanging around the wrong group of people or putting the wrong data or input in our mind, boy, oh, boy, that's going to be tougher. And then we're going to start feeling like that victim. And when the willpower is low, and I just had this conversation with uh, producer Brian right before that, and we're talking about willpower, now we all get zapped with the daily grind. But when that willpower is empty, it's like a gas tank. When your gas tank and your car is empty, it doesn't go anymore, right? Yeah. Well, when our willpower and our body, we don't go anymore, but yet we are able to force it. And that's when we make bad choices. That's when we make wrong decisions. That's when we're not the person we want to be. You know, that's when we, uh, um, and I remember a lot of times I'd run the willpower completely empty. I was a guy that, uh, well, with the business, not the very, not not the best business person. I've been bankrupt twice, had our house foreclosed on, cars repossessed. I used to never talk about these things, but now I share them with others. Let, you, know, you know what? It's a grind. It's a battle. But, um, you know, I, I remember back in the, with the business there, it was a time when I was teaching during the day. I was a PE teacher. I'd teach nine or 10 PE classes. And then I would uh, go to the academy and teach four or five more large classes and then stay at the academy, work on paperwork till 11 or 12 o'clock at night, go home and uh, eat dinner, heated up in the microwave five times, right? Eat dinner at one o'clock, fall asleep on the couch, wake up next morning, food all over me, papers everywhere, get up 630, go at it and do it again. And I did that on and on and on and on. Well, what happened was not only was I exhausting the willpower, but boy, oh boy, um, I, I never saw my kids. And when I did see my kids, I wasn't the best dad because I'd get onto them because they left socks in the floor. So, <laughs> once again, the willpower is zapped. So, what did I do to fix that? Well, the business was failing. So, I thought, you know what? I'm sleeping too much. I just won't sleep anymore. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah, four hours of sleep, I can get by on three. I can get by on two. Well, sooner or later, that catches up to you. It really, really does. And uh, it catches up to you because not only is the tank dry, empty, out of gas, and not only running on fumes, I mean, you're no longer doing your best at any capacity. So I was able to keep it together at school, keep it together at the academy, and then I wasn't, uh, I was not a good father or husband at home. I was short with my kids. And that, why am I telling you this? I'm not playing the victim card at all. I'm the one that did it. I was a leader of my own life. I was doing it to one, I didn't know any better. Now I realize that was not a smart thing to do. I sure as heck wasn't meditating properly then. Think, well, gosh darn, there's no way I got 10 minutes to, to meditate. Holy cow. Now I realize, look, you can't pour from an empty cup. 
If your cup is empty, I can't give anybody else any nutrients or water. So basically saying, if I'm not my best, if I'm not the leader I need to be, how can I lead out, lead others? I can't. I can't. And then, of course, you start thinking, well, um, I guess I'm a victim of society. I'm a victim of life. No, I created those problems myself. And I created those problems because I was trying to make a change. I was trying to make a difference. But I wasn't doing anything to take care of myself. I was actually victimizing myself by not doing the little daily things that I know I need to do now. I didn't know it back then. It's not an excuse. It's just being transparent and honest. So that's why I share so openly with you because maybe you, you're doing some of those things. Maybe you don't realize it. And what I realize now is I'm never getting that time back with my kids when they were younger. Regardless of what I do, what I say, what I try and make up for it now, I can't change it. But what I can do is do a better job moving forward. So if you're in a situation like that where you're constantly chasing your tail, you feel like you're in this whirlwind hurricane, you don't know which way to turn. I always thought I could outwork my problems because that was how, kind of how I was brought up. So when my family did it, you know, you got problems, we outwork them. And hard work, I'm telling you what, that's the best way to build self-respect, self-esteem. But, 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 and I'm giving a major but, but, but comma here. You got to make sure you have that shutdown time. You got to make sure you recharge that willpower battery. Think about your cell phone. When the battery's dead, it's dead. It doesn't work. When our battery's dead, well, we try and make it work, but we sure as heck aren't making the best decisions. And we sure as heck aren't doing our best to raise leaders. There's a balance in everything. Leaders. Victims. Which one is it? Which one is it? We're going to make better choices when we're fully recharged. We're going to make better choices. We're going to be the leaders we want to be. We're going to raise the right leaders. And it was always macho and tough to brag, yep, I only got four hours of sleep last night, but gosh darn it, that's what you got to do to be successful. I'm against that now. No. All you're doing is taking away parts of your life. You're not functioning at full capacity anyway. So you're getting half the output. Have that shutdown time. That's what I've learned over the years. And that's why I'm doing, well, not the show, but writing the books and the speeches and video blogs and everything else we're doing is to raise those future leaders so we can be bullyproof and live our best kick in life. And what is a kick in life? A kick in life, baby. <laughs> it's not just a good life. It's not a great life. It's a life, man, you're cashing checks. You're taking names. You're doing everything you say you're doing. You're living at your highest caliber. You're living at your best. Realizing that, yes, the world, as Rocky says, ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's going to beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. I don't care how tough you are. But it's all about getting back up one more time. That's essentially you're kicking life's butt. You're being the leader you were born to be. Utilizing your God-given talents to be that one in 7.7 billion. But by doing that, by setting that example, that's raising future leaders. That's planting the right seeds, the seeds of success, that seeds of striving, the seeds of perseverance, of battling through, of not giving up, of being who you're born to be. That's the seeds of leadership, not the victim card, the victim seeds. Lay there and cry about it. Now, there's nothing wrong with crying. Get a good cry out every once in a while. It's good for you. <clears throat> but then get back up and fight another round. Little daily changes. Is it hard to do? I'll tell you what, at first, anything hard is hard to do. But once you get in the habit of doing it, just like I mentioned about the meditation, 10 minutes used to seem like forever. I was like, oh my gosh, is this about over? But now, seriously, it just seems like a couple minutes. Get locked in, and I know, sort of like going to the gym. 
Most of us hate going to the gym. We ain't going. And a little trick that I do on the days I don't want to go, I immediately put my shoes on. And I'm like, well, that was the hardest part, putting my shoes on. I guess my shoes are on. I'm going. And, of course, I go. And even if it's a bad workout, I still feel great about going. That's a little bitty change. As opposed to letting the victim in my mind say, oh, you know what, you're kind of tired, you don't feel good, your body, eh, you're not going to have a good workout, why even bother going? We all have those thoughts in our head. I have those thoughts in my head. Being a leader, putting my shoes on and going, or falling to the victim card. Well, I'll go tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow. Well, you know when the best time to plant a tree is? 20 years ago. You can't go back in time. So the second best time is right now. Plant that tree right now. Best time to get, start getting in shape, 20 years ago. Next best time, right now. Once again, little daily changes. PC, persistent consistency. And I'll, I'll tease you a little bit. After this episode, uh, the next one, we're going to do a little uh, weekend challenge. And it's going to be on baby steps to a kick in life weekend. And we're going to talk about some of these other things we're talking about right now. It's going to be a shorter, condensed version of the, the weekend, a little quick hitter is seven to 10 minutes, just enough to kind of fire you up and empower you and motivate you to do what you can to take those baby steps to a kick in life weekend. This show, we're kind of laying it all out, you know, the little small changes to daily to become bullyproof. Wow. How's that, folks? That good stuff for you? Yeah. Well, uh, special shout out to our sponsors and our sponsors are our Martial Arts Academy, <laughs> Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. And essentially what we're doing is we're empowering uh, our students. We're helping parents and empowering kids to believe in themselves and overcome their fears, battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they face, both real and in their mind. And essentially, we, we with our students, they have to earn their ranks. I'm not, I'm not a believer in everybody gets a trophy. I'm not a believer in everybody gets a belt. I'm a believer in you work hard. You put forth your very, very best with the right attitude, the right effort, and that's how you earn it. Because that's teaching self-respect and self-discipline. And that's becoming a leader, not playing the victim card. And of course, all the uh, um, every student progresses at their own pace. They do because everybody's different in their own unique way. And essentially all we really evaluate on is attitude and effort. The attitude to commit to doing your very best and the effort to actually doing it. So anyway, if you're in the local area here in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon uh, area, or even uh, Grand City, Collinsville, Troy, Belleville, come check us out. First class is completely free. The number is 618-656-7700, and the website is grogansmartialarts.com. Come check us out. Good stuff. And, of course, for the Grogan's Bullyproof, essentially uh, our, our, our messages, we kind of built the system here. Everything I kind of talk about here we scale it down quite a bit for, for the kids and the parents, but that, that's what we try and instill in the kids there, to be, to be the leaders, to stand up for one another, to stand up for themselves. And I mentioned before, if you're not following us on social media, make sure you do so. Grogan's Bullyproof on Instagram and Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life on Facebook. We've got a page and a group. Check those babies out every single day, something positive and something motivational. And our YouTube channel is actually Kickin' Life Master Grogan on YouTube. i got, goodness gracious, I don't know, 300 and 50 maybe videos on YouTube. So check those babies out. And as a reminder, this is podcast number, what is this number? 260, what did I say? No, I'm sorry, 236. So there's 235 previous podcasts. And the last one prior to this one was God Doesn't Make Mistakes. So podcast 235 was God Doesn't Make Mistakes. And that just talks about oftentimes we try and compare ourselves to others, try and wonder why we couldn't be more like, you know, him or her. Well, you can't be. God doesn't make mistakes. 
And the one prior to that, 234, was weed, seeds, and trees. And it's a little worksheet I'm putting together on, you know, you got to dig up the weeds to plant the right seeds in order to grow the trees that you want. <laughs> it talks about uh, the trees are your successes from the past and how to use that as a, as, as a you know, confidence and a roadmap to continue pen, planting those right seeds, knowing that if you continue to cultivate and do the right thing, those seeds will grow into those trees, which are your successes from the past, which will turn into, uh, you know, confidence to build those successes in the future. Well, there we go. Well, as always, thank you so very much for your time, you know, for, for listening to me. I realize time is the most sacred commodity, and the fact that you spent some time with me today, I'm grateful. I really am. And and uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to give you everything I've got each and every time, you know, several right hooks of reality, but also being as transparent as possible. If you found value in this, man, oh, man, share this with somebody that uh, that you know could really benefit from this message to help empower them, to help them live their best kick in life, to help them become bullyproof. And that's essentially what we're, we're going for here is uh, helping one another to make society a happier and healthier, safer place to live. And also, if you haven't given us a five-star review, please do so. That, that kind of lets everybody know what this show is all about and what we're trying to do here. And obviously, the more people that could listen and connect with this message, the more it's going to help out all of us, right? Yeah. All right. So I put together a little, uh, I like to call it Bullyproof and Kicking Life Affirmation. And uh, you know what? We're going to say it. And if it helps, go ahead and say it out loud. Uh, kind of repeat after me, if you will. And it, it's real simple. It's real short. But it's also a good way of kind of planting the right seeds in your mental garden. And it is, I believe in myself. I am a one and only gift from God. I am awesome. I am bullyproof. And I'm living my best kick in life. And once again, I believe in myself. I am a one and only gift from God. I am awesome. I am bullyproof. And I'm living my best kick in life. All right. Thank you so very, very much for listening to me. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. I'm going to keep saying that because I want to plant the right seeds in your mental garden. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand out in the crowd and stand up to any bully you face, both real and in your mind. So until we talk again, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, you'll become bullyproof, and most important, you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you, God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.